Uh, I'm Royal. I'm Otis. And we are Royal Otis. Oh my goodness. That's like Backstreet Boy <laughs> stuff right there. <laughs> <laughs> You have landed on the next episode of Introducing. Hello, welcome. It's Tim here, and I'm very excited to introduce you to Royal Medell and Otis Pavlovic, a.k.a. Royal Otis, my favourite Australian band at the moment, especially of the last 12 months. My Certainly my most streamed band, Kool-Aid, the first track of their Sober King EP, is just like my favourite song of last year. And I'm so excited to meet these guys. Today's a huge day for them as well. The release of their debut album, Prats and Pain. They're about to head off on a huge 14-day tour around Australia, kicking off in their hometown. Uh, and then off to North America and Europe and stuff like that, because they are as good as it gets. And this album is so good from beginning to end. It feels old school, but it also feels new. You know, I can hear guitars again, finally. But also a nice new twist. This album is so good. They first caught my attention, and probably yours too, with uh, that very fun little song, Oysters in My Pocket. They explain well, what that means and, and the inspiration behind that, among other things. And we do kick off talking about merch, because not only can you buy their album today, of course, hot blue vinyl, I think it is too. Yes, I called it hot. Albums can be hot. Um, but also their merch. Their merch is very cool. And I started off by talking to them about wearing the band merch to the band you're seeing. Is that something that you do or not? I'm into it. To bed. You can wear it to bed. Yeah. No, that, I was always thinking, do you even wear, like, does a fan even wear the band t-shirt to the concert? Some, yeah, yeah a lot. Actually. The OG, yeah, real ones. But do you think? What are you, what's your opinion? Like, if you were going to see Green Day, for instance, would you wear a Green Day T-shirt to a Green Day concert, or would you wear oh. another band? I'd wear Royal Otis. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, welcome, boys. So nice to meet you. Thanks for having you us. You too, man. man. You were like my most streamed band last year, apart from the stuff that my kids snuck in around the back. But oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Sick. and I've, 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 I mean, the album's out today, but I got a little pre-listen, and cool. you must be very proud of it. It's, it's unbelievable. Really? Yeah, I'm a huge fan anyway, but it's unbelievable. You must be stoked. Thank yeah. yeah, pretty stoked. That's good to hear. No one, no one's saying that, you know. Oh, really? Well, everyone's saying this mix needs to be this or like that and that, but no one's gone. This is unbelievable. Yeah, no, it's unbelievable. That's nice of you, man. Also, I don't know what a good mixed song sounds like, so <laughs> neither do we. Apparently, in the world of streaming and albums and stuff like that, it's a whole conversation. Like, obviously, what do people think about albums? And I think they're very important. Obviously, you do too. Yeah. But to see like a thirteen-track album, which is like showing the world this is who you are, it feels yeah. a bit rarer these days. It does. Yeah. yeah. I think there's like there's a lot. You see a lot of just singles and EPs these days, mm. which we've done. Yeah, I think it's time for to show a bit more. It's a bit more of ourselves. Yeah, I didn't know there were 13 on that. That seems <laughs> ludicrous to me now, but I'm glad. But I noticed you made some cuts because obviously there's some tracks on there from the, the Sofa Kings EP. Yeah. You did leave off Kool-Aid, my favourite song, which oh, really? I, I do oh, have yeah. a bone to pick with you, but at least I can yeah. find it easily on streaming. Yeah, so. <laughs> but what was that like putting, like, to put an album together? Where did you, where did you work out what was going to make it, what was not going to make it? It was pretty easy. I mean... We just got out as much as what we could in the studio. I think the only song that transferred from any of the EPs was Sofa King. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, we almost just did the track listing as they were recorded in the studio. Yeah. Just like, yeah. So it came natural, I think. We kind of just, yeah, we just had demos that we decided to 
make a body of work out of. Yeah. And just recorded them on three weeks. Three London. weeks. Yeah. In London. And you use a, um, is it David, David, or Dan, Dan, Dan Carey? Dan Carey. Dan Carey. Yeah. Like Grammy Award winning, wet leg, you know, producer. How, how does, how, does, how do you bump into someone like that or who emails who or? He's incredible. <laughs> he also wrote Slow by Kylie Minogue and that blows my mind. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, big time. Yeah, right. Sounds some cool things. Um, um, we met him, we went to London, uh, London like maybe three months earlier and met some like people and whatever and we met Dan and he was kind of he stuck out and was just like we kind of knew we'd get along with him and it's the same kind of taste in music I think I we, had, we had a mutual friend as well who oh, is yeah. Ed, um, Ed Quinn Ed Quinn he doesn't Ed he doesn't Quinn mind. or Eggplant 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 Eggs Benedict he's good at pestering people too so I think yeah. through our uh, our people and him I think it was an inevitable. How does it feel um, being um, an album? So the, the album comes out on the 15th, so Friday. Yeah. And you're also playing a sold-out show in your hometown on that night. Yeah. Is that all part of the grand plan? Like, when did you all start, when did you start kind of concocting this whole arrangement? Because this feels like a bit of a dream, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. The album's out now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm trying to speak to you yeah. on, like, Wednesday morning. Yeah, yeah, Otherwise, yeah. I'm going to confuse us all. <laughs> um, we, why don't we do two interviews? One on Wednesday, yeah, yeah, one on Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like last year, looking as a fan of yours, like, Splendor in the Grass, you Reading and Leeds, you you know released some out uh, some songs that people were really responding to you were playing overseas and, and was that kind of was last year a blur for you it was 2023 yeah yeah massively last yeah. two years last two years it all kind of just like blends into one thing like especially when you tour overseas like we've done a few in the UK and Europe or a couple and I can't divide them they're both just like blend yeah, it's the just same kind of tour <laughs> yeah well looking at the tours now like you've got like dates all, all over until March and then you go overseas um, until like the end of July or something yeah. do you guys look at that calendar and just go holy shit or do you just uh, the only way to stay sane is to go day by day yeah, yeah. day by day or don't look at the calendar <laughs> don't, look, yeah. don't have a calendar yeah, uh, just yeah. get reminded the night before yeah <laughs> it's terrifying <laughs> it is like daunting and there's you know it's sad sometimes because you miss some like you know family events and stuff like that but um it's it's also just so exciting you know i can't believe we get to do it you know travel travel the world see the sights and how do you how do you find playing overseas to other audiences because i always love going to the uk and going oh yes guitar bands still exist because yeah. you know i'm that old guy listening to the hottest 100 just recently and i'm the person that went where are the guitars in like the top 20 yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, 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 yeah. does it australian bands in the top 20 <laughs> yeah that's right yeah I, when i heard a triple j presenter um voting for doja cat on air i was like this this is not what triple j mm -hmm. should be but anyway that's another conversation because yeah, yeah. <laughs> we play doja cat here on nova so yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, um but What's it like playing to a UK crowd? Because I feel like the UK crowds, the DMAs have shown it, shown it as well. Like they just, it feels like it's just like you belong there, you know? Mm, that's right. I feel like we had our first, our first ever tour was in the UK. Wasn't here. Yeah, yeah. So and they're really supportive. Like I find here, not many people just go out because there's a live band. They they go out to see someone they already know. Mm. I find over there, like you know, so many people were just coming up to us, being like. Never heard of you guys before yeah. we came to the show tonight and stuff like that. Yeah. You know? Which is really cool. It's just super supportive. And yeah, I think 
that's important and it made us feel good and confident for the next show even though every night we were like no one's turning up yeah. <laughs> but yeah, awesome. they're, they're lovely crowds over there what a surprise do you remember the first show? Obviously you do. What was that like? Tell us about where it was, how you felt. Did it go well? How did you rate it out of 10? Yeah. Was that London, the first one? Yeah, Seabright Arms. Seabright Arms. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, it terrified the whole day. I was just shaking. Yeah. It was like a really small, like probably like 150 cap room. Yeah, right. It was tight. and But we met some people along the way and like Terry, like and he was there and he was just like our friend. He was just getting, like, getting held into it. Yeah, yeah. A, a, a lot of friends of ours actually turned up to it that I wasn't even aware were yeah. in London at the time. Yeah, which was nice to have. Like, it's. A, I think it's important to see a familiar face on tour every now and then. You know. Yeah, spotting spotting in the crowd in in your in your merch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Take it off. <laughs> tell us, tell us how you met. Like, where where did you go to school together? Like, how did you become? Uh, mates to then work out that this is what you want to do together we met at a bar I think we, we say that we met through mutual friends yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're not too sure yeah. I think my dad was having an affair with his mum <laughs> and um, something weird was going on there anyway I had to consult Otis's dad about it all and then, and then my we started like, writing music you guys, yeah you guys just started a band yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love these guys <laughs> No, um, no, we just like just met through mutual friends and then started talking music and showing each other each other's ideas and kind of just went from there. I don't, yeah, it's all like. It was, Do you feel like you should have a really exciting story? Is that why is that, you get asked yeah. that question so much yeah, that you're exactly. like, man, sorry well, about the answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I feel like everything can be romanticized, but it wasn't that romantic. Yeah, like, there you go. Yeah. We well, two look romantic. So that's the main yeah. thing. I mean, it is Valentine's Day today, not that's Friday. True, so there you go. Yeah, yeah. But then, where, where did it become like? Where, where did it go from mucking around and showing each other ideas to something that like? Because now this is obviously your job. I'm yeah. assuming you don't have other jobs anymore. Yeah. Don't have time. <laughs> don't have time for jobs. I didn't realize how much work was going to be involved in this. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. I would have done something else, man. <laughs> no. yeah. Um. What was the question? Well, just about, you know, when you're going from my kind of just sharing ideas to oh, actually right. then yeah. looking at it. There must have been a moment where you went, maybe we should do this or, or pursue this or meet yeah. people who can take us to the ne that next level. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, I think because we were just planning on, you know, making bedroom demos and stuff, <laughs> and, you know, trying to release it ourselves or whatever. And then we worked with another mate of mine who introduced us to other people and it kind of went from there. Yeah. Yeah. Was like, yeah. And before we knew it, Rockstars. Rockstars. <laughs> See, there you go. Um, I hate that word. But. It would have changed. It. Oysters in my pocket would have changed everything, though, yeah? Yeah, that yeah, was definitely. definitely a turning point. Yeah. Is that based on you? Because I have a little bit of trivia about oysters that I use. I'll, yeah. where, where, I'll ask you first where that title came from, and then I'll see if it relates to my little bit of trivia. I want to hear yours, but yeah, we'll yeah. ask us first. Okay, well, we'll <laughs> where did I okay. where? Okay, Otis. Um, <laughs> hi, I'm Tim, and I'd like to know where oysters in my pocket came from. <laughs> Thank you, Tim. <laughs> it's like I'm at a press yeah. conference. <laughs> You have to answer it now. This yeah, is where yeah. you come in. Uh, <laughs> I think we were just like talking about, like I heard a story where David Bowie was turning up to events in limousines that he couldn't afford just mm -hmm. to look like he could afford them. Yeah. And so we were talking about 
turning up to lunches with oysters in our pocket <laughs> yeah. to look like we could afford so, it. You know that Napoleon? Have you seen Napoleon Dynamite? Yeah, yeah. 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 Seen him? He's, the, he's got the Cheetos or something yeah. in his pocket. Tater tots. <laughs> Tater tots. <laughs> that's right. Always pictured that. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, that's the that's the PG rated version of it anyway. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have a, I have a non PG oyster joke that I can share with you when I hit I hit stop. Yeah. But um, <laughs> no, where the trivia I had was it used to be a really like a, it used to be a poor a poor man's seafood because. It, unrefrigerated it can last up to four days when it's unshucked so the homeless people around sydney especially used to walk around with like literally pockets filled filled with unshucked really? oysters You're because kidding. they could save them that was wow. us so <laughs> we were, we're just a little bit behind tasted horrible oh my god no vinaigrette i'm <laughs> no, assuming gross yeah. <laughs> man i feel like oysters like yeah yeah. It's a touchy. Warm oysters are not. No, no, no. And big oysters suck. Yeah. Like they need to be. Yeah, yeah, per- yeah. They're either perfect or they're just the worst. Yeah. <laughs> We've eaten so many oysters since mm-hmm. that song. Yeah. Um, I don't know why, but they just keep coming up. Like mm. we have lunches or meeting someone and they're like, Obviously, we obviously, got all these oysters. Yeah, I had the wet leg girls on on the podcast when they were out here last, and they said they used to get muffins buttered given to them everywhere because uh, they yeah, had yeah. that line in the yeah. song. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's your fault, really, yeah, is what yeah. we're saying. People yeah. are throwing oysters at you tonight, tonight uh, at Liberty Hall. Yeah, should have been cars in our pocket. <laughs> yeah, Ferraris in our driveway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw you do a um, a showcase for K Rock in LA. Yeah, what was that like? Because that was that's the radio station I've always wanted to work for. Oh really? Yeah, Cat Corbett was um, my favourite jock. She was like, she's there for twenty years. She's not there anymore. She used to have like, like you, Roy, like hair and the face. So sitting like this, going, I was at this gig last night. Oh, uh, but, yeah, yeah, but what was that like? Because that's still one of the true rock and roll stations yeah. of the world. Yeah, it was good. It was weird. We haven't done an interview on stage in front of an audience before. So yeah. yeah. That was weird, but they were accommodating us out, and yeah, it was pretty fun. I don't think we knew what we were in for. We were yeah. like, okay, we're going to turn up and do this thing, and then, then you see, like, Foo Fighters, Coldplay, Ed Sheeran, and all that have it's signed like this wall. board with a tagged wall. And our name next to it, we're just going, like, I, don't know if, <laughs> I don't know if that's warranted, but yeah, it was a whirlwind. Also, so, so jet-lagged. <clears throat> it was just kind of, just got in the car, got there, and was like, so this is what you'll be doing. This is, you've got to meet these people. Blah blah blah. Yeah. I was like, whoa. Okay. Where's the green room? Where's the beer? <laughs> with the oysters with the beer. Yeah. yeah. Those corporate things are funny because like it's different to a live show. Like yeah. Mm. I was like, I was like, everyone can get a bit more into it if you want, and everyone's just like, they didn't take yeah. it that well. So I, I remember we used to have like people come in before COVID and play for us in the boardroom, and I and I used to feel really sorry for the artist, and I also used to feel sorry for us too because it is ten o'clock in the morning, and you yeah. got, you got a coffee in your hand, and you kind of standing like this, and you want to show that you're enjoying it. Yeah, but it's hard. But you got to rock out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're not doing shots. And stuff. Yeah, 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 I know. <laughs> how, how do you find? Because I, I mean, I mean, obviously you ha- you're about to go on this big tour, but. And I hate to also on album release day talk about the next project, but I'm assuming you're always working, like you're always kind of an album in front of us. Yeah. Where would you find or have you worked out how you're going to find a time to put ideas down and, and start working on stuff when you have such a hectic schedule? We've you already got, done it. Yeah, we've basically done it. <laughs> <Have you> really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, somehow, I don't actually know how we've done it, but we've, yeah, we've got a bunch of songs. Yeah, right. It was over yeah. the Christmas break, really. Yeah. 
I think some need finessing and stuff, but yeah, there's like a body of work there. Oh, well, we can do the whole second album interview now if you like, and yeah, save yeah. us all the time because yeah. you'll probably be too big to come yeah. back in here again. <laughs> We're Royal Otis and our latest album. <laughs> um, well, guys, it's been a pleasure to meet you. Um, Thanks, we like man. to finish off the chat though by you guys um, introducing us to someone who are you listening to, who you're liking at the moment, paying it forward, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say Lishiv, Lishiv, Cindy Band, Sydney Band. Yeah, they're fantastic. Yeah got to get them on yeah yeah how do you spell that l-e-s-h-i-v space between l and the e okay no as in the e and oh the shiv yeah the yeah, shiv. yeah yeah perfect they're great love it yeah. well um congrats on the album guys it's so Thank good so 13 tracks all 13 tracks of them and um good luck with the shows tonight i can't wait to see i'm coming along tonight and uh with the hey. tour and then I, I i even saw that you've got the pre- is it primavera and yeah mm-hmm. you should come along yeah, okay yeah, yeah. i'll try i'll try Catch you. <laughs> Thanks, boys. Thank you so much. Lift the room. Push your pull.